a person would come to us and say, hey, I have this product or this service, all I would do is simply say, hey, I will charge you this. Our, our affiliate network was a cost per acquisition company or a pay for performance uh, company. So when somebody, when I would produce a sell for somebody, I'd say, hey, I'm going to charge you $40 for every sale I get you. And they'd go, great. I would just turn around to my publishers in my affiliate network and I'd pay them 35 So I would be basically a glorified broker. I'd be the middle guy putting the two people together. Welcome to the e-commerce momentum podcast, where we focus on the people, the products and the process of e-commerce selling today. Here's your host, Steven Peterson. I'm excited to talk about my sponsors today, Gay Lisby's Million Dollar Arbitrage Group. Amazing, amazing group. This is a teacher. This is, uh, Gay was a teacher. She is a teacher still. You need to learn this is the type of uh, environment you want to be in because she's going to help you understand why. And I think that's the hardest part of this business is understanding why. Why is the red one popular when the green one isn't? Well, there's usually a reason. And what Gay does is probably parse that better than anybody, and she'll explain the reasons for those things. I think that's really powerful. Yes, she puts out a list. You're going to get uh, get use of that list if you get in the group. Now, here's the deal. The group isn't always open, right? So you get on the waiting list, and you can join the waiting list through my link. Um, doesn't cost you anything to, to get on a waiting list. And if you uh, like her service, which I find that most people do, and that's why there's not so many openings, um, you'll be with her for a long time. And so it's amazingfreedom.com. She's part of Andy Slamet's group, amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum. And you're going to get in the waiting list. That's all I can get you on right now. You can use my name and see if that gets you anywhere. But what I like about in that, uh, what I like about what they teach in that group are the things that are going on, you know, the current things. I've seen a lot of stuff going on about stores going out of business. Well, here's where an opportunity is. Here's why you want to do this. Hey, be cautious about this, you know, with Toys R Us coming out. You got to think about this. And that's the learning that you need to do. And gay is better than anybody else I've seen. So um, amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum will get you to the waiting list. Then hopefully it can get you in the group and then you're going to see me in there and uh, we can chat anytime you're ready. Karen Locker's group, Solutions, the number four e-commerce, solutions4ecommerce.com forward slash momentum. It's going to save you 50 bucks. Karen's our account manager. We recommend her to everyone because she's done so well for us. I mean, that's quite frankly the reason we've been paying her for the last few years, but she's become an important part of our team. Her and her team are so involved in our account. I just see the emails coming back and forth. Hey, we did this for you. I just saw two listings today. And I'm like, wait a second. Why did they show up? I didn't put any listings up. They got um, they got uh, set off to the side by Amazon, and they reactivated them for me. You know what I mean? That's the stuff that just happens when you have a strong team, and I can't recommend Karen enough. If you use uh, my code Momentum, Karen pays me. I don't want to hide that. Of course, we all know that, but you're going to save $50, and it's a great opportunity to really, really um, build out your team with somebody you can trust. That's why I recommend them. So solutions for e-commerce, solutions, the number for e-commerce.com forward slash momentum. It's going to save you $50. Oh, and by the way, she's going to do an inventory health report. Why is that important? Well, guess what? Fees are going up. Is your inventory health number declining like ours is? Well, here's why, and here's what they can do. What I like is I get a spreadsheet from them and it says, hey, um, here's a bunch of inventory. Here's what we recommend. And I'm like, yep. 
refund, I mean, uh, delete, uh, return to us, blah, 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 whatever it is. And it's, or destroy, and it just happens. That's what I like. The other thing that I have Karen help me with a lot is creating new listings. You know, we do a lot of the research ourselves. We upload our images, and then boom, magically the listing goes live, and I don't have to worry about it. Those are the services that Karen offers. Can't recommend her enough. Solutions for ecommerce.com forward slash momentum. Save 50 bucks. Use my code. You save $50 a month every single month, and it's a great service. Plus, you get that free inventory health report. I think it's a really powerful way. So I can't, uh, I'm so excited how many people have been joining her because I see it and I'm excited because the, the messages I get from people are saying, Hey, this is great. I finally feel like I can focus on something else because Karen and her team are watching this for me. And you know, I highly recommend her. Next up is scale, uh, seller labs and scope. <laughs> I almost said it wrong. It's, it's amazing. I mean, it really is amazing when you sit back and think about, Hey, I want to get this product up and it's similar to this product, and that's, that product does well. Well, therefore, if that product does well, they have the right keywords. They have chosen things correctly. So guess what? You scope, and you can see all that stuff. And that's what the, the most powerful thing in the world is, to copy somebody who's done it right. That's what you want to you wanna take advantage of that, right? I mean, it's, it's fair uh, to see. And so, therefore, you could take and apply it to your listing and immediately get that same benefit. That's what scope does for me. Sellerlabs.com forward slash momentum. It's going to save you $50 on the service. Oh, by the way, it's free to try. So sign up, try it and say, Oh, this is how it's done. Boom. And then you're going to, the light's going to go on and you're going to be like, man, I can get my products out there. I just can't wait. Can't wait. Sellerlabs.com forward slash momentum. The other day I, bought another domain. Yes, I bought another domain. It's almost like uh, I'm admitting guilt. But it's because I had an idea. And it was something that was a pretty good idea. I think it's going to go pretty far. And so what do I do? I go to trygodaddy.com forward slash momentum and save 30%. So domains aren't very expensive. You get a few services. It adds up a little bit. And I usually buy three years. I usually buy privacy. By the way, I recommend that too. By that, you know, it's not that much money, but when you can save 30%, it makes it that much sweeter and it makes it easier uh, when you're buying domains, and especially if you buy a bunch of domains. I am a domain collector, and so I do tend to do that, but that 30% makes it a lot easier. And I use GoDaddy because what I like is I can pop in an address I'm thinking and it'll say, nope, nope, try this version or try this extension. And then boom, there it is. Hey, you better hurry before it goes away. And they're right, you know, and so try GoDaddy.com forward slash momentum, save 30%. Also, I want to mention about Grasshopper. Who was I just talking to somebody the other day? And they were like, oh, yeah, I use this company called Grasshopper. I'm like, dude, did you buy it through my link and save 30%? Hello? No, they missed that. So save 30%. It's trygrasshopper.com forward slash momentum. No surprise there. But you're going to save 30%. And what the, the real cool part about that is they're using it for their private label business. And it gives them virtually a second phone on their current phone without having to get another number. They can make up a vanity number. They don't have to go and do all the grief and, and sign long contracts. Pretty easy stuff. And so if you're creating a brand that you want to identify, you want to look professional, you want to look like a real company, Grasshopper is a great tool. It's an app you put on your existing phone, 
and boom, you now have a customer service department. You now have a sales department. You now have a manufacturing division. You could forward it to somebody else. You can have it go to different voicemails, different departments, and it's all included. So try grasshopper.com forward slash momentum. Save 30%. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 329 Ryan Gardner, man. Oh man, you are going to see what a brand looks like. You're going to get to see that somebody who created a brand, him and his brother created a brand, uh, from nothing, but have developed it so well. Um, what, what it's phenomenal to me is, you know, Ryan takes he's careful with his words. He's very humble, but he's careful to say, hey, we did a whole bunch of things right. Now, they did some stuff that they learned from, but all the stuff that they've done in their life up to this point has built them to this place uh, where they're able to take and make this leap into this business because they saw the opportunity. Why did they see the opportunity? Because their eyes are opened. If, If there's nothing else that you get from this business, so think about this. The times that you went into Target and scanned the end cap, and then all of a sudden you're like, huh, if I buy this, I can make this amount of money. Your eyes got open, right? All of a sudden, your perspective changed. You would have never believed it when you tell your friends that you can go into Target or Walmart and buy stuff and resell it on Amazon and make money at it. They all look at it like, come on, that's impossible. But you now know better, right? So you have perspective. They took this perspective, saw an opportunity that was pointed out to him, and he'll explain it, and ran with it. That's the difference. They executed. They did a whole bunch of things right, as Ryan says, but they took action. And that's the, that's the essence of this conversation is taking action. Um, he uses a really good example about the three opportunities to make money in your life. Um, none of us are over the third. I don't care how old you are. And I'm an old dude. I'm not over the third. I'm still in the second. So I got the third one coming. That's the third opportunity. So figure out where you are and then say, huh, you're right. This is, I don't want life passing me by. And I think his advice is so sound. Again, you got to go check out the website. It's buckedup.com, B-U-C-K-E-D, up.com. Blow you away. Phenomenal guy, phenomenal story, and just just a great, great uh, business, but a great, you know, a great executioner. Again, took action. Let's get into the podcast. All right, welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Very excited about today's guest, Ryan Gardner. Welcome, Ryan. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Not as well as you. I mean, as, in our pre-call, we were talking about Ryan's out in the mountain state. I mean, it's not called the mountain state, but I'm going to call it the mountain state. It is just beautiful country out in Utah. Um, and, you know, you said off air, no strings, that that's the most magical place you've been, most beautiful place you've been. Because you've been all around the world, fair? Yes, I've, I've traveled quite a bit. And so what, what is it that's so beautiful to you about that place? Well, you have everything from uh, the mountains um, all the way down to lakes. Um, you know, you could, I, I mean, in one day you could go skiing in the mountains and then you could come down and go water skiing on the lakes. So it's it's a great place to, to be. So. Do the mountains still have snow on them right now? Um, so they've pretty much wrapped up with the snow. There may be some glacier, um, a little bit of glacier stuff, but not not too bad. Uh 
So on the back side of the mountains, there may be just a little bit still left, but for the most part, they've melted. So it's been you, pretty hot here in if Utah. If somebody wanted to go see snow in the U.S., go to Utah. You could still see a little peak at it. Do, were you always, uh, did you always live in Utah? Um, I've lived in Utah for most of my life. I did serve, um, you know, a Mormon mission in California, Southern California for a couple years, for two years. Dude, um, how, wait, 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 wait. Who yeah. do you know who gives you Southern California? Because some people get to go to, uh, you know, Chicago, or they go to, you know, some, I don't want to say Chicago, I mean, Chicago in winter, um, they go to New York in winter, Buffalo, yeah. you get Southern California. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, you're a sports enthusiast. And so did so, you, I mean, is that like made when you saw that it was like, it was meant to be, I mean, that was, that was it. It was a great, you know, I was, you know, when we, when we submit our paperwork, we just say, Hey, we'll go wherever you call us to go, you know what I mean? And serve. So when we got, I have an identical twin brother. He actually went to Seattle, Washington, and I went to California, Arcadia. Oh, dude, how, how, how'd that conversation go? <laughs> it was great. West Coast was great. So, so he, he was okay even just going to Seattle. Well, so Seattle's beautiful too, but not Southern California beautiful. Right, mm. right. You can't beat Southern California. I just don't see how people move, why they would ever move from Southern California. You know, it's that, it's that you know, story of eventually the whole thing's going to fall off and there's this giant earthquake coming and then there's going to be a tsunami and the only place left is going to be up in Utah, because it's the water's going to reach all the way there, but it's not coming up that mountain. So I think oh. that's the only reason people leave, um, and I, I guess also because of cost. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Although Utah is not cheap by any stretch, fair. But it's it's a very uh, you know the cost of living here is very very um, low. It, it's actually it is rising quite a bit. In fact, we've seen you know housing jump up way high when Adobe, Microsoft. All of the big software companies have moved into what's called Utah County, Utah Valley. Um, and a lot of it has caused inflation of the prices of homes and things like that. So they call it the mini Silicon Valley out here. So yeah, it's, I, it's only rising. I think it's. I think that's going to come up later in the story because I just think that whole area, um, I mean, I don't want to jump there yet because I, I just see a, a heavy Amazon concentration in Utah. And I know it's um, because it's a Mormon community that's connected and they build a culture there. Just like in Brooklyn, the, the Jewish community does very similar things. And I just think it's very cool um, how they work together. And, and we can talk about that in a moment. But when you grew up, was it kind of, I mean, you know, I've had this discussion about education with so many different people because, um, you know, I'm a college graduate, an advanced college graduate, and I just don't see half the value that it was. Um, and then I, I think about kids that are getting these college degrees and doing absolutely nothing with them. Now, there's value in getting the degree. Don't get me wrong. You're, you know, going to school in any way is good. But I don't know that it prepares them when you get a generic business degree or, you know, I always say get an accounting degree rather than a business degree. How about you growing up? What, what was the focus culturally for you? I mean, were you steered well, a certain way? I, I actually was. I, I was born and raised on a farm. Oh, wow. <laughs> Clearfield, Utah. So I was actually born and raised on a farm and it all came down to hard work. Uh, now my mentality has changed from working hard to working smart. Uh, is your grandpa? Is your grandfather still alive? Uh, no, he's not. Okay. Nope. So I would just but, wonder what he would say about that. <laughs> oh, he's all about hard work. They they like to see 
the fruits of their labor right away. You know, where, where they're cleaning off a certain area, they want to see that progress. Where me, I'm like, hey, I'm looking at it long term. Also, I like to look look at it being smart because because of the way I was raised, being on this farm, um, I mean, it really does come down to work ethic um, and working hard, but working smart at the same time. So when I they really, when they look at you, then I mean, do they see he's a wuss, or has he gotten the best of both actually, worlds? They're, they're actually. They love it because they see all the success that we're having and we don't have to do all okay. of those manual things. Now, they're really surprised I don't have horses or things like that. But I'm like, hey, I've got a, you know, a, a Polaris RZR razor, <laughs> and that's a 110 horse right there. So, you know, it's just a lot less maintenance. You know what I mean? So, and that's the generational difference right there. I mean, that's, that's clearly right. the generational. But yet, as you see a lot of similarities, and they see a lot of similarities, because your success did not come easily, right? I mean, I'm, I'm certain right. of that. Okay, so you were steered a certain way. You didn't answer what that means. So you grew up on a farm. Were you going to be a farmer? No. Um, so w- when I was about 14 years old, um, we kind of got rid of our farm and my, my mother actually went to work and she worked at a jewelry place and my parents eventually ended up owning this jewelry business where they had eight stores along the Wasatch Whoa. front. It's Whoa. Called and so it kind of gave us this entrepreneurial spirit. So we saw what my parents did and we also helped them in every one of their stores. And like there was times that we would go to these sidewalk cells, they call them sidewalk cells, and we would be out there selling hair bows and get your ears pierced and things like that. So it's like a, you know, they had a costume jewelry uh, stores that there was eight of them and it was like a Claire's boutique, like a Claire's. Okay. And so is that attractive to you when you think back to those moments? Uh, Because some people be like, oh, man, I got to go work at my dad's place. Oh, man. Or, wow, we get to do it again. This is exciting. Look at we sold so much, mom. Look at this. That kind of thing. Which where were you? That's we sold so much. Like we Mm. we would have these big sales and we would sell tons. So that was a mindset for you. Yes. And it made it to where I was like, hey, I'd rather do this than be behind a desk, you know? And what, what does your dad and your mom, what was their direction? Did they say, because, I mean, you know, culturally, uh, it's very common to own your own business culturally, right? I mean, that's that's normal, yes. right? Um, it's pretty, mm-hmm. But you didn't come from, I guess the farming would have come from, they didn't come from that, but I guess with farming, they might have. Um, I'm just interested to know, were they like, wow, he gets it. We've, we've now taught him to fish. He's not going to just eat fish and go work for somebody. We've taught them to fish. Yeah. You know, I came from a family where there was, uh, eight kids. Um, and so, and my mom and dad, so a total of 10 in our family and, and, you know, every one of them pretty much have owned their own business because of the way we were brought up. Almost every one of us, there's a, you know, um, most of the time, we try to make it where the women in our family, you know, like uh, my wife, she doesn't work, but she's home raising the children. We feel like that's the most important. So, you know, of the the five boys, all of them own their own business. Hmm. Now, do the businesses cross over in any way or spun off from each other in any way? Yes. Um, some, yeah, they have. Um, but there's a lot of that are completely different. Um, my my older brother runs a cabinet uh, company one owns a turret press sleeve re- restoration company. 
Um, and then my brother, I have a, a, a my youngest brother, he does social media. So he is like a social media agency where he helps people with their Instagram accounts. And so, so when you, when you look back at the brothers, the one that run in the cabinet company, I mean, did you know he was going to be a cabinet guy? Did he just have that? And, and you know what I'm getting, where I'm going? If, if the, if the business, uh, it sounds like the business acumen was taught by your parents, was shown to you, this is the light, this is the way to go, was the artist side, because I think cabinet making is an art. I think you can be if you're not making, you know, cheap, I don't want to put down Ikea, but, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, would, would you look at each brother, including yourself, and look down the lines of the businesses they had and say, yeah, this is a perfect fit for him, that gift? Yeah, it's, it's worked out. It seems like it's worked out for each person that way. Where it's like, oh, that fits you to a T. So the exposure to the business and the business possibilities and teaching that this is a great lifestyle and all the rest of that, that's the thing that probably afforded you all the opportunity to do, it sounds like passion stuff, if it's so easy and it's meant to be for you all. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. I, I, I agree with that, that statement. Sure. I think that's very cool. I think that's there's a lesson there for parents right there, right? So instead of teaching them to be, you know, the best watercolorist, let that happen naturally. Teach them the business side, and then the watercolorist stuff will flow if that's what they want to do. And then they know how to make money at it because that's probably one of the most important parts. Okay, so you go to school, and you're going to be what? Well, I— <clears throat> I, I ended up going to a school called UVSC, which is now UVU, Utah Valley University. Um, but I went there just for a short period of time. And really how this all comes about is my cousin graduated from the University of Utah. He gets out. He tells me, hey, Ryan, I just got a job offer for $42,000. I got my, you know, I just graduated from, from the University of Utah. And I went, wait, you're making $42,000. That's it. <laughs> I'm like, how much in student loans do you have? He goes, Oh, about 40 grand. And I'm like, no oh way. God. And at that point I was going to UVU. I ended up getting my associates, but I immediately dropped out of school right after I got my associates. So how does that discussion go with your parents? Because I think that, you know, you were, I mean, I don't know how your family was, but geared towards in my my generation I'm, I'm a little older than you um in my generation it was like oh you got to go to school you got to make something of yourself because i'm the first to graduate right so it was gonna be i was gonna make it and i don't know how that conversation would have went um with my mom yeah, my, my parents were okay because i immediately went to work for a company and my first week working there i made more in one week than i had a whole month working for my parents so they really couldn't say anything Okay. So again, they're saying, all right, he knows how to fish. He knows how to fish. He's got the skills. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's a very mature set of parents. Would you say, because you look around culturally, would you say that's because they own their own business? They get it? Um, yeah, probably at the time they got that, hey, he wants to spread his wings and make more money somewhere else. Yeah. I think that's very, very cool, um, especially as parents, because I, I struggle with my granddaughters. I have three granddaughters, and they're young, young. And my son is a college graduate. He's like, oh, yeah, they're going to college, Dad. I'm like, okay. You know what? I'm thinking, hey, they're, you know, five or five, maybe she'll be six, six, three, and one. And I'm thinking, man, you don't know what the world's going to be like in 13 years. College now isn't for everyone. 
And it shouldn't be for everyone, you know, a trade or a skill. And to make that decision, I'm just hoping at some point he'll mature. I guess I did too. You know, I guess we all grow up at some point, right? (laughs) Yeah. Now, I do believe in education. In fact, I tell my kids. um, So I actually send my kids. um, I've done well enough that I'm able to send them to a private school. But they do get to choose after they uh, finish sixth grade if they want to go to junior high at at a regular junior high school and high school, they can go to those uh, later on. But I get them a really, really, I believe in education for sure. Okay. Uh, Although, you know, I don't think education um, is the most important thing, um, but I think it's up there. You know what I mean? Well, what would you say is the most important thing for you? Um, Probably work. Okay. Learn to work hard, um, work ethic. You know what I mean? I think just, you know, I've I work with a lot of different people and especially the new generation that's coming up, they come and go as they please. And it's like, man, if we could work really hard and really smart right now, we could definitely make big, big ways. And thank goodness I have a team around me that, um, you know, with our, our company called bucked up, um, that they're all really good, hard workers. And it's great to see. So so you're seeing that as a negative uh, or as an opportunity, maybe that's a better term, for because this generation coming up and they have no loyalty and no, hey, I'm just going to come and do my time and move on to the next place and just keep moving my way around. The opportunity then is if you put in the hard work and stay and see through the hard times rather than move when it gets hard, that's the opportunity? Yeah, you know, um, well— I do believe that, but here's what's really funny is some of these guys are texting me going, hey, I'm coming in a little bit late or, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it in today. And I'm like, hey, are you asking or are you just telling <laughs> You know, it's just a different mentality nowadays. It, it really is. Um, but, you know, there's there's ways to work around that. And because of technology, they're able to work at home. They're able to do different things for you. So it's not that bad, you know, so. I can relate. So this is, we're going to pull a Steve moment here. This is true. So my son has a new uh, female that he's uh, uh, interested in. And so he went away for the weekend uh, to see her and it's about four hours away, three, four hours away and spent time with her family and everything, blah, blah, blah. Knew he had to work on Monday. He works for us um, while he's in from school. He's got another two weeks or whatever. And, you know, he's like, what time? I start at eight. And I'm like, I go to the gym first. I mean, I'm I'm up at five, you know, so for me, this is midday, right? And so he uh, gets home apparently late on Sunday night and uh, comes into work and just dragging. And he's like, hey, can I leave early? I'm really tired. And I'm looking at him like, what? You know, you made the decision to stay out late. You made all those choices. And I said to my wife, I'm like, sure, go ahead. I, you know, I don't want the grief. I said to my wife afterwards, he needs to go work for someone else to understand that that's not a conversation that ever would happen at work. In the regular workplace. Yeah, in the yes. workplace. And so, you know, he's a great kid. He's a, really a great kid. And But it's just that that's exactly what you're talking about. I don't care that you're tired. You made those choices. I mean, I'm sorry for you. Next time, you that's a lesson. That's the opportunity. Don't do that again, you know. Um, but I, I see that. I see that in him. And, and uh, I don't think I parented wrong. I just don't think he's experienced the challenges of real life. He didn't work on the farm where the whatever type of animals – they get fed seven days a week. And when you don't feel good, right, Ryan? No matter what. Right, no matter what. No matter what. And so I think that that's important too. Okay, so you get this uh, associate's degree. You say, huh, 
my bet is you went into sales. Is that I is did. that accurate? Yeah, you've yeah. got a gift so, of gab. You you have that gift. Well, I I've been taught to sell, right? Like on these at these stores that my parents owned, I got taught to sell to people that would come in as customers. So what happened is after after I got my associate's degree, I ended up going to work with some friends and we were on a sales floor. And what we were doing is we were selling coaching and mentoring. So we would call up someone and we'd say, hey, get one-on-one coaching. You bought this program, but now get one-on-one coaching. We would end up getting a credit card over the phone for anywhere from $5,000 up to $20,000 two Whoa. hours later. Whoa. Yeah, so make a sell like that. It was a, it was a pretty high-pressure sell, to be honest. Um, you know, but it, it got people education as far as what really works out in the marketplace. But what I realized is the guy who's really making the money is the guy providing the leads to our sales force. So guess what I did? I ended up asking the guy who provided the sales force. He came in one day and I said, Hey, I would like to come and work for you. I'd like to learn how to produce leads. He goes, Wow, it's funny that you asked me that because I'm looking for two people right now to help me do what we call media buying. And I said, okay, great. So I ended up moving short, like like within a week, I ended up moving uh, to St. George where this guy lived and ended up working for him for two-year period, learning how to drive traffic to his offer. But at the me at, at the same time, I was like, hey, we can do it not just for this offer, but we can do it for a whole bunch of offers. So I ended up moving back and I started my own affiliate network company called Big Payout. So bigpayout.com. We're an affiliate network and we learn we we know how to drive traffic to people's websites. So this so, became your own business. So you still worked for him, yet you worked for others. Yeah. So at the time. I was working for this gentleman down in St. George. I ended up moving back and working strictly for myself, producing leads and sales for everyone. So in the weight loss category, for insurance, um, for for co-reg um, lead generation, there was a lot of different ways uh, that we were driving traffic to people's websites. So. A person would come to us and say, hey, I have this product or this service. All I would do is simply say, hey, I will charge you this. Our our affiliate network was a cost per acquisition company or a pay for performance uh, company. So when somebody when I would produce a sell for somebody, I'd say, hey, I'm going to charge you $40 for every sale I get you. And they'd go, great. I would just turn around to my publishers in my affiliate network and I'd pay them 35 so I would be basically a glorified broker. I'd be the middle guy putting the two people together. When you think about that, right, where do uh-huh. you get the, I don't want to call it the nerve. I'm going to call it the nerve. Where do you get the nerve, the ability? Because most people are scared to death, Ryan. They're so afraid of that type of thing. What you just described, first off, packing up, moving down there, yeah. knowing you were going to be, there was no, I can hear in your voice, you were going to be successful no matter what. And then, huh, I could do this and make it bigger. How do, how do you get the nerve to do that? Well, you know, I, I, maybe it's just my mentality, but I feel like I have a couple different lifetimes in order to make money, and I might as well take the risk early oh, on. Oh, whoa, so, that's huge. Hold on. I don't want to lose that. That's powerful. No, that's very, very powerful. Yeah. I think you have three opportunities in your lifetime to make money. And 
One is being very young, one middle and one a little bit later in life. You have an opportunity to make big money in those things. So now would be the time to take the risk. So, you know, at that time, I was roughly 28 years old and I'm like, hey, I've got to take this risk doing it on my own. I mean, now's a better time. I can always go work for somebody else later on. You don't have no. kids. You're not married. You have none of the responsibilities. This is the opportunity. I was actually married with one kid at that oh, time. Oh, <laughs> okay. Nope. All right. But so, still, it's only, you know, it's not the but same. But still, a very short period of time, yes. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I felt like, hey, now's the time to take the risk. And so that's when I ventured out on my own and started the affiliate network. I ended up bringing my twin brother in with me. And together, we've run our company ever since. Um, now after we did the affiliate network, Jeff and I, my twin brother and I got involved in buying domains, exact match domains when it was really, really popular. That's a great business model. Well, it was a great business model. Yeah. So we would want to get ranked because we were helping other people try to get ranked on, on Google. Well, we found out that exact match domains get ranked really high. So we were out there buying exact match domains and we were building a business behind them. And so after we started building a business behind these, um, we would sell off the website. Well, we happened to stumble across an article in Sports Illustrated, and they talked about deer antler spray was banned in the MLB. And we were like, deer antler spray? What is that? that? Yeah, I thought that was a hunting, you know, something to do with hunting. But deer antler spray, it's deer antler velvet extract. And what the people do is they were taking it because they could recover really fast. So, so, so there's something in there, and this is a, is, is this the, like the, the soft part of deer antler or do they grind up the, the, the bone of the deer antler? Well, there, there are two versions of it. There's some where they grind up the whole antler and then there's some where they just take off the velvet, the extract. Okay. And so, so there's something in there that really does help people. Yes. Um, so it does contain what's called IGF-1, insulin growth factor one. So it helps you in repairing or building muscle. So um, it's not, it used to be banned. So like it was actually banned at one time on the WADA list, uh, World Anti-Doping Agency list, and they ended up taking it off because they're saying, hey, you can't absorb it. And, oh. But, you know, athletes were using it all the time. And then we, after about eight months, we owned DeerAntlerSpray.com. We built this business around where we were selling bottles. We were probably selling 20 to 30 bottles a day of this deer antler spray. And then Ray Lewis, who is a really popular football player, was playing in the Super Bowl. He had a torn tricep three weeks before the Super Bowl. And then he was able to play in the Super Bowl. And they accused him of taking deer antler spray. So what happened was we had about 2,600 bottles left at that time. All 2,600 bottles sold in one day <laughs> because Ray Lewis got accused of taking it right before the Super Bowl. Now, at this point, it was just called Deer Antler Spray. It was not called Bucked Up at that point, correct? Right. Okay. It was called Deer Antler Spray, and GNC immediately called us and said, hey, you own DeerAntlerSpray.com. We love your look. We love the way you do. We'll skip all the lines, and we want to bring you in right away. How fast can you get us Deer Antler Spray? Yeah. So we ended up getting deer antler spray into GNC and we sold into GNC just deer antler spray for two years just doing deer antler spray. Okay. So let's pause for a second. There's, there's three, well, probably yep. two questions that come to mind. First off, uh, who's the guy who figured out, Hey, I got an idea. See that deer over there. I bet you, if I go kill it, 
cut off I, or take cut off the velvet and do something with it. It's going to make me. I mean, who, who figures that stuff out, right? I mean, I'm sure this is probably. They actually, they've been selling deer antler velvet extract to the Chinese for centuries. Ah, we go back to that. So oh, there's so many like, of that. It boosts your libido. You know, at the same time you're building muscle, it's also helping with testosterone levels. You know, there's a lot of benefits from using deer antler spray or deer antler velvet extract. Okay. So, all right. So that's that one question. That yep. the other one is the model that you described, where you would you would get a key uh, match um, domain. So, um, waterbottle.com. All right, just a great one, right? Real original. Right. So waterbottle.com, you would take that domain and you would actually, would you start drop shipping on their water bottles? Or in, in this case, you actually got the product. But I mean, you would actually create a business on there to help per, perceive the value? Well, what we would do is we would build out these websites. We would show people that it was ranking number one on thing, and then we would sell it to them. So for instance, we would go, hey, attorney, New York City. We would buy that exact match domain. So when somebody typed in attorney New York City, there was so many searches coming to it that we would go to an attorney and say, hey, we'll have people fill out this lead and we'll sell you leads or we'll sell you this website. Some, <laughs> some attorneys would go like this. I'll pay you 20 grand for that website right now. And we'd be like, done. Okay. And or they would pay you like, so much hey, per pay lead. You, pay you, yeah, we'll pay you $5 per lead. And we'd be like, okay. And we'd get hundreds of leads every Every month. And you just uh, message them right over to, oh, dude. That's right. We just have it. Oh, my God. People are so smart. (laughs) I mean, I didn't get this smart. All right. So now I'm I'm down on myself. Uh, Thanks. Thanks, Ryan. You really, really, I need some bucked up. All right. We got to go to buckduck.com because one of the coolest things that I think you guys do, and this is when I look for, you know, um, I look for edges because, you know, a lot of people create brands. A lot of people do different things, but there are a bunch of things that I think you guys are doing right that a whole bunch of things that people can learn from you. First off, your website is stunning. Your logo is stunning. Your website is stunning, right? Now, my bet is your first website, and A, you've been in the business for a while, so I'm sure it was good, but look back in your mind. Oh, trust me. <laughs> it was crap, right? For sure. For but look sure. at and so this wasn't built in the day. Do you do you live by the model like Seth, Seth Godin always says, just ship it, you know, get it built, launch it, and then come back and fill it in and really take it to the next level? Is that is that your model in any way? I, I, no, you know, I don't actually live by that model. I like to do things right and do it kind of right the first time because sometimes you only get one shot at it. Oh, that's interesting. Um, especially in the supplement industry, very, very, very competitive industry, and you have to do it right the first time. So we're very careful with what we release and what we do with new products that come out or new formulas. We have to be very careful, and we do a lot of research and a lot of background before, you know, background checking on uh, what's actually trending and what's doing well and what's not doing well. So we, we are very, very big on uh, doing it right the first time. Okay. All right. We do make mistakes. Yeah, I mean, we do make mistakes, but... But you, you didn't know. start that way. That's right. Okay. All right. So, but yet you got it right. The other thing I think that uh, your, your photos are phenomenal, the layout's done well, the website obviously performs well. But here's one of the things that I think is a game changer, and I think this is a lesson for people. Rather than you being all secretive saying, hey, we are, we have a proprietary blend formula only you can get it from us we're the only ones magical magic you took 
I, I mean, he probably took yours, the Tesla approach, where basically it's like open source. Yep, yep. Here's, here's our stuff. Now, to be fair, you are the only one who can put in the deer extract. But, but, but outside of that, that's open sourced. I mean, that's somebody cool. Could, somebody could put deer antler velvet extract in their formula, but they're also going to have to have the brand behind it. See, we had deer antler vel- we had deer antler spray, and we said, "Hey, what would go well?" Because we want to start getting into the pre-workout market. We said, "Hey, let's call it bucked up. It's catchy. It's oh, really it's catchy. So catchy." So that's why we called it bucked up, um, is because it's one that we say, "Hey, it, there's an action item behind it too. Get bucked up. You know what I mean?" Oh, so everything about it, I love it. Yeah, it's telling them, "Hey, get bucked up from us. Buy it or." Go to the gym and get bucked up. You know, we want to see what this does. Now, we were one of the first people to say, hey, our product is non-proprietary and come out and actually that was our whole marketing focus is, hey, we're game changing. We're going to tell you exactly what's in our formula and you're going to see that we put the most expensive ingredients in our products. So if you want to try and copy us, go ahead. It's going to cost a lot. And nobody does that, though, except for Tesla. Right, like uh, citrulline, we put six grams of citrulline, which is a, a it, it's a it's a vasodilator, so it opens up your vessels, so you get a really good pump at the gym. Most people at the time were putting two to three grams of citrulline, where the clinical study on citrulline was done at six grams. So we put the clinically proven ingredient at their clinical dosages in our product, which nobody was doing before, because hmm. it was all proprietary. They would fill it with a bunch of other stuff to say, hey, this is how many grams we have in it. So your audience, that means that when you look at your ideal customer, you're looking for the real gym uh, attendee. You're not looking for the, the weekend warrior. You're looking for the guy um, who's really going to take the biggest benefit from this stuff, or at least that's what that says, right? Because they're going to yeah. care. Well, really, the people who care now is pretty much a lot of people are very, very, you know, they're very concerned about what they put into their body and they want to know the breakdown. So it's really the, the, the funnel or the spectrum is really, really wide because people are very concerned with what they put into their bodies right now. And with the power of the internet, they're able to go and look up these different ingredients and see how good they are or well, bad they are for you. Right. Yeah, because nobody knows. In the past, you would just be like, oh, it says it says it's a uh, supplement. It must be good, right? And you don't know. Huh. Right. Smart. And so we were able to disclose that and we would say, hey, we put clinically proven ingredients at their clinical dosages. And people would look them up and go, oh, they do. Then when they take your product, they go, wow, that really worked. Then when you have a really good tasting formula, it even compounds and makes it great. You know what I mean? So a person will keep coming back and buying from you because it tastes great. Not only does it taste great, it works great. And then they get really good results from their product, from our products. So the next thing that I think you guys do incredibly well, and you got to go to buckedup.com to look through here. You've got to take the time. Anybody listening, pause and go look at this because this is this is what it looks like to have a brand, a real brand. You've done, um, I love the fact that you have tours or you go on these tours, and I'm assuming these are events for something else and you're a, a vendor at them or giving yeah. away product, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, we go to expos, these different expos that uh, we visit. 
Um, and we have a booth. We have a pretty big booth there and we're sampling out our products and selling products there at the show. So again, another opportunity. So you're not just relying on Amazon or your own website or anything like that. You're, you're everywhere. You're taking the Gary Vee approach. You're everywhere. And that's then the other thing that's very cool is you actually have, uh, athletes. You actually have people you pay or however that relationship works to, to help support your brand. And my God, when you look at them, I could see why you chose them. Um, you know, you might want to talk to me. I mean, you, you met me. I mean, I, I might be able to do one for you. Um, it's phenomenal. Some of these uh, these people are true athletes. I mean, true athletes. And uh, so you're really, you're really, I think you're getting the whole picture. Did you ever think, when you look back, did you ever have any clue that it would get this big? Uh, no, I didn't think it was going to really take off and do this well, but now we're just killing it and we're in GNC, Vitamin World, Vitamin Shop. We're in thousands of mom and pop stores. We're going international. There's just a lot of things happening. But at at the time, there wasn't like, oh, I thought, hey, this is pretty cool. But we did a lot of things right. And a lot of things had to fall in place. And we just happened to do those right. We got very lucky, but we also believe in hard work and working smart and doing it right. And we feel like, man. I mean, it's paying off. It's really paying off. When you looked out, though, did you even have an idea that it could be this big, right? I mean, did you say, oh, this could be a, you know, With, this, we could do a million dollars this year, right? We did, say, we did say supplements, the potential is huge, but it's a very, very hard market to get into. Now, we do have a little secret, and I can kind of spread a little bit. Tell Ooh, you a little all right. No, it's just you and I. Nobody's listening. Don't worry about it. It's just you and I. Don't worry about it. So... Where most brands focus on their own and see like an athlete that we have, we don't actually pay any of our athletes. They get paid based off of what they bring into the company, okay. based off of sales. Because we came from this affiliate network where it was a pay for performance, right? Now, the other, the other thing is, is we're not really so concerned about us telling the world how great we are. We have an ambassador program that we have thousands of ambassadors that are all talking about Bucked Up. And they're the ones that are getting paid to talk about it based off of sales that they bring into the company. When somebody's out there and they see on Instagram, for instance, if they see it out on Instagram and a person's going, dude, I just got Bucked Up, or I just tried Bucked Up and it's awesome. When they actually see that, they're like, really? Does it really work? And they're like, yeah, it works. You got to try it. And when they actually try it, it tastes good and it really works, it's all over. They start telling everybody. They tell everyone. So the best thing about it is it's not coming from me as a company. Of course, me as a company, I'm going to say my products are the best. They're the best. But now when they're hearing it from thousands of different people online, on Instagram and on Facebook and on social media, then it makes a big, big difference. Would you say that that's the number one reason I would have to say, I would have to say there's, there's several factors, but that is one of the bigger reasons. Yes. One of the bigger reasons. How hard was that? I mean, is it because you came from that world, this was the natural course to go or in the supplement world, I guess this is kind of common. You know, I, a lot of people well, had was, the, you know, it, the, was, it wasn't common. Like most companies pay these athletes to represent their company. They didn't have ambassador programs like we have. 
We have an ambassador program where we came from an affiliate network where we were paying all of our affiliates or all of our publishers. We were doing the same thing with this. We were like, hey, we'll pay everyone who gets us sales. Okay. Okay. And if you're going to use our product anyway, you might as well get paid to use it. Right. It's a discount when they buy their next product. That's the way you got to look at it, right? I mean, hmm. very, very cool. When you say you did a bunch of things right, so clearly this was obviously one of these things right. What other things would you say were the top three things that you've done right? Well, so we have a non-proprietary blend. That was really crucial at the very first of our, our, our company. We had the non-proprietary blend. We had a great logo. We had a catchy name. And then we also had um, an ambassador program. Okay. And then it came down to having great flavors and great products that really work. And, you know, I hired a guy that that worked at a GNC that knew a lot about ingredients. And he was like, hey, why don't they do something like this? Why don't you do something like this? We're like, hey, come on in and help us build out a line. He's come in and helped us build out a line that really works. When you think about... um other people, and especially in your world, right? There's a close-knit community, tons of entrepreneurs, tons of Amazon entrepreneurs out there in Utah. What's the advice if I'm not selling this particular formula? Will that model still work if I'm selling water bottles? I'm going to use that really bad example because that's what I'm looking at. It can can still work. It really can still work, but you have to, you know, like I say, you still have to do a lot of things right in order to make it work. Your branding's got to be on point. The name, you know, you know, like smart water. That was huge. That's right. a huge. I mean, somebody could come out with genius water as far as I know. I mean, I don't know. But but these are all things that they would have to help with their branding. Smart water was smart by saying, hey, this is smart water for you. So their branding got out there. But it's the same thing. You can do anything and get these things going. So it's not just uh, supplements. Dude, I'm, I'm blown away. I mean, I hope people really take my advice and go look at this because this is what you can be. Um, and you hear Ryan saying that this is still possible. I love the fact that you got the apparel line. And, and you know, again, all those things makes me, you know, say who I am, right? It helps me That's- say I am bucked up. Hey, tell me about your Amazon story because there is a – I don't know whether you want to tell it, but you have a cool little <laughs> – Amazon thing. I don't know. It's up to you. Well, I, yeah, I could, I could tell you real quick. It's, um, so I ended up buying a course called amazing selling machine. And, um, really I, I, you know, when you talk about education, this is where I paid for my education (laughs) in, in in real stuff. Yeah, but that's, that's the deal right there. It's just like going to take, uh, Microsoft, uh, I don't know, whatever they call those things anymore, where you have to go get certified. That's it. You had to get certified in job and you had to get certified in these different things. That's where you learn, right? That's where the work is. So that's the education I like. So I ended up buying a course. I believe it was right around five grand. I bought a course. It helped me get my products that I currently had or other people's products. And I got them to be able to get listed on Amazon. Well, I ended up going to one of these big rah-rah sessions, and I got sold on a $20,000 course where I I got to sit down in front of five people who each made over a million dollars a year on Amazon. And they were able to look at my business and give me tips and tricks and things that you could do on Amazon right now to help improve and optimize your listing. And then I was able to take that information and go back and implement it to the products that I currently had. So for instance, 
I had a product called L-Arginine Plus. I owned the domain name because I was a domain buyer, larginine.com. I bought this this thing. I was doing roughly about $10,000 a month on Amazon. As soon as I got back and implemented, about two months later, implemented what they told me, about two months later, I was doing close to 100 grand a month just doing what they told me. So that 20 grand, it paid off because they taught me things that were real life experience. Like this was what really works. And so that's how I got started doing Amazon. So, you know, and then I started doing other things on Amazon with different products and different things and everything else. So you took action though. I mean, how hard was that? I mean, because here you built a successful company, I guess because you put that much money and you have a lot of stake in the game, you had to go get something to bring back value mentally. Right. I mean, how hard was it to take action from others? Um, or did the light bulb go on when they said, Oh, just put this here and put this. Yeah. We're saying you need to do work, work on your bullet points. It came on like a light bulb. Like I, Oh, I can do this, 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 this. And because I came from a background of driving traffic, I knew what it kind of meant, hmm. right? Hmm. If I can get more traffic or more eyeballs, I know that it's going to equate to more sales. How, so, well, how different is because I don't want to lose that because you talk about driving traffic. How different different is driving traffic on Amazon versus the old Google stuff that you did? Oh, it, it's night and day different. It's completely different, and that's why I was glad that I ended up taking that step and taking action and and paying the twenty thousand. Even though at the time I was like. Wow, that's a lot. So you might have known how to do this. You just didn't know the uh, nuances of Amazon and what it meant. Oh, this is the way to do it here. Ah. I, I was kind of new to Amazon. I mean, I thought I was doing well with making 10 grand a month because I paid for a five grand course. I thought I was doing great. But then I was like, hey, in order to really know how this is going to work, I got to learn from the guys who are already making it work. And because Amazon has nothing but buyers, that's a great place to be. Well, let me ask you this, and, and you could share if, if you can. If you don't want to, I understand. What percentage of your sales come from Amazon versus your own site now? Well, um, so right Ver now. Versus retail. Because it, so, quite frankly, it's really, you have three real legs to the stool. And that, that retail is, you know, a zillion places. It's about three to one on our website versus Amazon. So we still, cause we have a lot of products. The best thing about my mine is that we have to sell a different product on Amazon. Amazon still bans deer antler velvet extract. So even though I do really, really well on Amazon, on my website, I'm killing it. Like I do, I do really, really well on my website. So on my you don't website. want them to let it loose. It pushes everybody your way and you own those customers and you have all that customer data. How, how, That's right. How? That's right. You hit the nail on the head because most people say, hey, I want to be on Amazon where I don't necessarily want to be on Amazon, but that's where all the buyers are. Right. But and they're driving traffic to you naturally because they are going right. looking for your product. They find it, but they realize, hey, I can't get that unless I go here. But then they find you. <laughs> and at the same sense, I'm actually driving traffic to Amazon with my branding as well. For sure. For so, sure. But either way, it works both ways. And, and you know, it's it's a happy marriage and it works great. But it does about three to one. So I do about three times more on my website than I do on Amazon, and I do really well on Amazon. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I love I love the story. I love the story for a bunch of reasons. First off, you didn't invent it. You saw an opportunity because you guys are paying attention. You're noticers. You're out there looking and saying, huh, 
yeah, you're right, there is an opportunity here. And then boom, you took action with it. And I think that's about the eighth time you've taken action. And I think if there's anything that you take away from this interview, it's you have to take action. <laughs> yep, I agree. So when you look out to the company now, right, you've got a, you've got a team, you've got clearly, you know, strong system in place, you guys are rocking right along. What's next? What, do you, what, what else are you missing? What do you see? You said you're going to expand internationally. What else are you seeing out there? We have a couple different lines that we're coming out with. Like uh, we do have a pregnancy line that's coming out. We have a gaming line. The gaming industry, the e-supplement, uh, e-sports, it's huge. You know, there's a lot of different things that we're we're working on. Uh, we do have energy drinks coming out. Um, you know, these are all big, big markets, and there's a lot of potential if you do it right. So, you know, it's just it's it's a matter of of you know taking action and implementing uh, things with your team that make it work. You know, I mean. Are you still having fun? I mean, when you think back, because now you got you got responsibility. I mean, now yeah. you got you got a lot of responsibility. You got a lot of people working for you. You got you've got you got a lot. <laughs> I mean, oh, when you look at it's a it's a big website. Right. Wait till you go to one of these expos. You really should attend one of these expos, and you'll love it. It's really a fun industry. I like being in the industry, and it's something that I have a passion for because I like to work out every once in a while. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, I'm not a really big, you know, muscle guy. I just like being fit and in shape, you know. So, um, but but I love the industry. It's a really good industry and I have a passion for it. So I would definitely tell people to follow their passion and what they're, you know, what they're passionate about. It must be incredible when you're at one of these events and, and there's guys who are like, oh man, I love your stuff. It's done this for me, right? I mean, I'm sure that's, it probably, unfortunately, has become commonplace for you, right? I mean, well, what shocks me the most is some people are like, "Hey, can I take a picture with you?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm just a regular person here. Why would you want to take a picture with me?" I, seriously, it's it's crazy. But they're like, they 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 become almost fanatical with our brand, you know. With with you know, there's there's a couple different industries that I really feel. Um, are, are fanatical industries. Fitness is one of those. And, you know, Instagram has made it really popular as well because people like to post selfies and things like that. But, you know, like even the honey market that we plan on going into, they're fanatical people. Oh, they yeah. love hunting. You know what I mean? And when somebody loves hunting, you're not going to stop them from going hunting. So these are different things that I, I, I do like this industry because people get really passionate and really fanatical about it. I love it. Ooh, you just gave... All right, let's pause for the pro tip. Look for those industries where there's true passion. I mean, not every industry has it. I mean, lots of things, you know, people aren't passionate about or or the passion has waned because, you know, the, the business isn't what it became, you know, became too corporate or whatever it is. This is still one. And I think personal health is such a huge deal. I mean, we, we got... I mean, it's such a big deal, especially as you get older, all of a sudden you start to care. And when you see people younger than you dropping dead every week, you're like, oh, man, I got to get serious on this. So I think I think this is all, you know, it's such a smart. Oh, God, you guys are so smart. All right. So two things, two things left. One, if somebody has a follow up question, what's the best way to get you, Ryan? Um, they could always hit me up on uh, email would probably be the best. It's Ryan at buckedup.com. Or they can hit me up on Skype, which is Ricesport08, Ricesport08 on Skype. Hate that Skype. 
All right. So the goal of the podcast is to help people move forward. And I think, you know, you're going to say take action. I can tell. Um, but people get stuck. And I might bet back in your story, there was probably a time or two. Maybe it helps to have a twin brother that probably could finish your sentences. But there has to be a time when you get stuck, right? I mean, there has to be. Yeah. How do you recommend people that come to you for advice? How do you recommend or what do you recommend for them to do to get past that point and, and really become the potential that they are? Well, I have no problem bouncing ideas and taking advice from other people. So my, my thing would be to be open-minded and teachable. So even me, I have a person that I kind of bounce ideas off of. Uh, and he happens to actually be my neighbor. <laughs> so I bounce a lot of ideas off of him and he gives me his input and then I can either choose to imp implement it or not. So mm -hmm. I would just say, hey, you know, you know, ego is is a tough thing, <laughs> you know, and pride is a tough thing. But if somebody can be always open minded and teachable and be willing to say, hey, that's a really great idea you know, and implement that idea and take action, those are huge. That's huge. Well, the, the, the last part is the most important. And actually implement the idea and take action. How many of us have notebooks full of notes of things we should do and that we haven't taken action on? There's the power right there. Right. Dude, I'm, I'm blown away. Um, please go out and take a look at buckedup.com because it will blow you away. This is what the potential of that brand is. Um, and it's just so exciting. It's such a cool thing. And he's such a humble guy. It's a very, very cool uh, story. I mean, I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. I wish you nothing but success. Well, I appreciate you having me on. And if there's any, uh, any other questions I can help you answer, I, I just appreciate your time as well. Great story. What a great guy, huh? I mean, it's just phenomenal. Um, again, he's so humble. He's such a great guy. You meet him in person, you're like, wow. I mean, you could tell I would have bought something from him. If he would have had uh, a can of this stuff with him, I would have been like, sure, I'll take one. I mean, you got two? Because he's that guy. Um, very, you know, just genuine, real, um, and, you know, not convincing. He didn't have to convince me because I just immediately connected with them, and I can just tell that they're real and genuine. And that's what the people I want in my life. And it's, I was so fortunate to get to meet him and now to get to hear the rest of the story. It's just been a, been a, a real joy in my world. I hope you got a lot from that. Again, go back and listen to it again. There's some real good points in there where he is successful because he took action. Took action. Why? Because he realizes there's three opportunities to make money in your life. Go back and listen to that again. I think there's something really strong there. EcommerceMomentum.com, EcommerceMomentum.com. Take care. Thanks for listening to the E-Commerce Momentum Podcast. All the links mentioned today can be found at EcommerceMomentum.com under this episode number. Please remember to subscribe and like us on iTunes.